Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is Comic Con Radio. Coverage of pop culture events from around the globe. Amazing interviews with celebrities. Daily recaps and reviews of popular television. Movie reviews. Everything fandom from around the globe. Comic Con Radio. Get ready to enter our universe. Let's go. This is Film Center. Your number one show for real entertainment industry news. No fluff, all facts. Now, here are your anchors, Derek Johnson II and Nicholas Killian. Hey everyone, welcome to Film Center. My name is Derek Johnson II, and I'm here with my co-host, Nicholas Killian. Nicholas, what are we getting into today? So today we're getting into Spider-Man. Talking about Spider-Man, Nicholas and I recently saw, today is the 4th of June. 2023. Spider-Verse? Yes, we just saw Across the Spider-Verse literally earlier this morning. It was a late... Uh, we went at 11 p.m. Yes, and it's been doing really well. Its numbers have been really well. It's only out, been out for, I think, about 24 hours. And uh, it came out on the 2nd, and it's the 4th. It's the 4th, so then about 48 hours in. And it looks like it's, going, it's crossed over 120 mil. Yeah, it debuted at 51 million. Which edged out Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yes, and though, to be fair, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 has been out longer. And on top of the fact that worldwide is looking at 208 million, and both of these numbers are coming out from the numbers. So it's looking like it's going to be quite successful, just like its predecessor. Although, to be fair, I argue that it's going to be much more successful than its predecessor. Its predecessor only having $375 million. That was worldwide. Worldwide, exactly. And... Just in the two days it's been out, it's already had 120 million. Right. Mind you, the budget for it was 100. So it's already made back its initial budget, quote unquote, without the marketing, because everyone knows that marketing is an added, as that added on to that 100 million budget. Nicholas, what are we really looking at when it comes to how these animated Spider Man? Look, compared to the live action one, do you think there is room to? I'm not really room to grow because we're not going to be spoilers for the movie in this episode. No spoilers. Because, like I said, it just came out. However, how did this live action animated Spider Man look towards the live action ones? And is this something else that people should be copying for their own franchises? Yeah, so the thing is, the live action Spider Mans are more successful. And the reason why they're more successful is the top three grossing live Spider-Mans are Spider-Man No Way Home, which is with Tom Holland, Tom Holland, one point Andrew Garfield and and Tom McGuire with all three Spider-Man with the No Way Home is one point nine billion Spider-Man Far From Home was one point one billion and Spider-Man three, which was the Tobey Maguire edition, over one hundred eighty nine million worldwide. In contrast, you mean the opening days? You mean no? This is total. It made a hundred over a hundred million. What did you say? No, in total, Spider-Man three with over eight hundred and ninety million worldwide. Okay, yeah. And then the highest-grossing animated Spider-Man film, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which came out in 2018, earned over $375 million, like we just talked about. Despite all its critical acclaim, it, yeah, it only made—and that was $375 million worldwide. That's not just domestic box office. Yeah, you know what? Looking at the numbers, comparing that one to the—really any of the trilogies— 
it doesn't make as much. Why do you think that is? Do you think it's because of, because my personal, I, I can tell you what I think. I really think that uh, this is because there's not as much star power behind the animated. And then also it's competing with the MCU. You got to think about it like this. When Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man came out, there was no other superhero competition. There was the X-Men. The X-Men was coming out, but it wasn't in direct competition with Spider-Man. No, right? it was something entirely different. Spider-Man, you're talking about the third highest grossing movie of 2002. At the time when it came out, it was the highest grossing superhero film. It was the sixth highest grossing of all time at its release. It was the first film to reach over $100 million in a single weekend. And this is, you could say, oh, inflation has something to do with that, right? You're making more money as more money becomes less expensive, you know what I'm saying, like with inflation. So possibly if you accounted for inflation, maybe things like Star Wars or Lord of the Rings might do better. At the time, this it was the first film to reach $100 million in a single weekend. We're talking about making over $821 million, right? So it was really huge, but it was huge because it st- stood alone, right? True. X-Men was a team superhero, and Spider-Man was the first, like, solo solo superhero movie. The X-Men, I think X-Men came out after it, right? I think so. Yeah. But then you have to look at the first Spider-Man trilogy. The live-action success of it, directed by Sam Raimi from 2002 to 2007, had a combined worldwide box office gross of over $2.5 billion. The first film in 2002 grossed over $820 million against a $139 million budget. And these numbers, these are coming from the numbers that I count. Right. But, but it was also like you have celebrities that are in this. Willem Dafoe. You have James uh, Franco, Kristen Dunst, Sam Raimi himself, Tobey Maguire. You are stat padding, star padding this movie. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the first one, the first anime, was not pitched that way no. with all these celebrities in it. Now, without spoiling anything, Nicholas and I did see Across the Spider-Verse, which is the second animated one, and it does have more celebrities in it. Yeah. A considerably amount. However, in their marketing, they did not push for these celebrities to be there. I would argue after seeing it, it's because of the story. They were more like surprises, like good surprises. But still, they because they couldn't use it for their marketing, it was not going to do as well. I think that the success of it so far is really due to how good the first movie was compared to Spider-Man with the first one to require. Whereas like from the jump, people knew, okay, this is going to be great. Looking at the trailer from 2002 comparing it to the other stuff that was there just compared to superhero movies excuse me before then it's no comparison beyond yeah leagues leagues beyond that's the thing that you also have to understand is also you can't ignore the elephant in the room spider-man live action movies have more have had more time yeah they've had more time and the thing is the old movies are now nostalgic yeah yeah i think even if you look at them from their own time period it's to be fair, the amazing Spider-Man that some people claim that they don't like, whether you like those movies or not, we're not gonna we're not gonna debate the critic side of the Spider-Man movie. We're not gonna do no. that here. But they made a lot of money. They made a ton of money. They made a lot of money. Okay, the second Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man Two, with Tom McGuire making over seven hundred and ninety million. Right, third one making over eight hundred ninety million. With Andrew Garfield, the first The Amazing Spider-Man made over $750 million. It might not be 
as much as the, its predecessor, right? But you're still talking leagues above 375. And then you also have to you also have to say what the budget was against. Right. They made all this money. Spider-Man 2, like you just said, with a two million dollar, two hundred million dollar budget, and Spider-Man 3 with a $250 million budget. And it made all of that money. Yeah. To be fair then, the amazing Spider-Man, not the amazing uh, animated Spider-Man, its budget wasn't as big. Wasn't it like 90 million? Yeah, it was just shy over a hundred for the animated one right now they have not released the official budget for spider-man 2 spider-man across the spider-verse the second animated spider-man movie probably because it's so fresh still however do you think it would have been with twice as budget you think it would have first of all we already know why the budget was so much higher they were doing live action the budget is going to be higher however i don't even think a higher budget would have done anything to improve the movie let's get real here the first into the Spider-Verse anime movies. Pretty good. No, it's These great. animated movies at, that came therefore afterwards. You got to take a look at Puss in Boots. Mm-hmm. Puss in Boots is a direct... Like, the animation is uncannily similar to Into the Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. But then is it worth it to make these smaller animated movies and not get this money from the live-action one? Like, how much did the Tom Holland make? The Tom Holland one? No right. Way Home? The first Tom Holland movie, Homecoming... Over eight hundred and seventy million, and then the and then the other two made over a billion dollars, one of which almost making two billion dollars. Yeah. Now, to be fair, there's some argument there where it's okay. He was using the star power of Robert Downey Jr. and the star power of the giant MCU. Those are fair arguments, and especially with the one that almost made two billion dollars, you have literally all three Spider-Man in it, right? Yeah. But it's like they make so much more money. Is this, it just makes me afraid that people are, that studios rather, are not going to push for animation as much. And we cannot say that it's an animation thing. There have been plenty of animated movies that have done really well. Yeah. That have definitely made more than this. I think, though, that the live action ones make a more cultural impact than the animated ones. Why? Cultural, they're people. It's It's not animated. Yeah. Yeah, so they might relate to them more. It's not animated. Plus, whenever you have an animated film, you have to rely really heavily on the voice acting. That's true. That's true. So, for example, if you have somebody in a live-action Spider-Man, okay, you can rely on a multitude of different factors than just voice-over acting. The only two things you can rely on is that and then the animation. But it's like... There are not a lot of movies that are animated to a degree that where people are going to was going to read as well as just natural body movement. Once again, I think this is probably due to its marketing. I don't know. What do you think? I think it's I think it's due to its marketing. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing is the this being the second Spider-Man animated v- movie, even though it's done really well for itself, I think it's still I think studios are still a bit scared to do these types of movies. Even though it's proven that it's done really well, they're still a bit scared. And it's crazy that it's it's Spider-Man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Why I feel like the marketing push for this second one was not as hard as it was for the first one. No. And it's like, why? and what is it going to take for those audiences to pay and not pay the suit? Because that's what it comes down to, the money. You know what I'm saying? That's what it all comes down to. It always comes down to the money. The studios aren't pulling it from thin air. They're pulling it from people's pockets. So what's it going to take 
for this animated Spider-Man movie to even meet the live-action ones? I don't think that's possible. I don't think that's possible because you have nostalgia, right? You have nostalgia. You have. I'm talking about. I'm talking about like in the future, right? For when it's making new movies, because there was no nostalgia when these movies were coming out. There's nostalgia for the Tobey Maguire one, right. but and I guess so. I guess it is nostalgia. No, but then that yeah. same nostalgia for the previous character would somehow need to work for this new animated one, and the nostalgia didn't work there. You know what I'm saying? So it's, I'm just really afraid that the studios will look, take a look at this and say, okay, it's not worth it. You also have to, the thing you also have to look at is what was happening in the world while these movies were also coming out. Which franchise? You talking about uh, Toby, you're talking about Toby, Toby Andrew, movie. or Tom Holland? The Tobey Maguire movies. Okay. Okay. What's happening in the world right now? Everything is, from what, if you could tell, everything... If you were to believe something, everything's up in flames right now. With inflation. With inflation, with everything else. And to look back on not only great Superman, Spider-Man movies, you also think of what a time was like back then. Yo, that's a year after 9-11. Not even a year afterwards. Not even a full year after 9-11 this movie came out. I remember seeing this movie with my dad in the summer of 2002. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, this was like the war on terror because because 9-11 had still 9-11 people will still talk about that. Right? So and I don't think that will ever will stop. So it's like, but it was so much more fresh back then. That was when it happened, and that's when we were like you were seeing people still on the news every day. They were still picking up the pieces and those shots, you look at the marketing for it, a Spider-Man on the American flagpole. So you there are a lot of X factors that you have to count on. And then also a lot of people, even we've talked about this, Spider-Man 2 being the greatest Spider-Man movie, live-action movie, there is. Exactly. I, I fully believe that. And then No Way Home is a close second. And then No Way Home... Because they pulled out literally all the stops. Right. They got all the Spider-Man back together. Tons of villains are in it. I think that it broke the uh, three-villain curse that Spider-Man had, where it's like... Oh, they revamped it after, which is weird because looking back at these numbers, it's shocking to think that studios thought that we had to shut it down. Like you just made $894 million. Regardless of what people are saying about the, you just made tons of money. I guarantee you if they made, shoot, if they, if Andrew Garfield movie was happening in currently, these movies are coming out currently instead of anime ones, they would continue to make them. They made enough money back for to warrant nowadays. I think it, I think you're right. You have to think about the time in which they came out. Yeah, the time in which they came out, what was happening around it when it came out. I to to be fair, I had not seen any of the Spider-Man movies besides the Tommy Maguire movies prior to us filming this podcast. Yeah. So the thing was is when I had watched the Andrew Garfield ones, I was like, these movies are great. These movies are great. They made tons of money. What was the issue and what was the problem? And you were telling me, you were like, basically, it wasn't Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Basically. That's the main, I mean, there are some, there are a couple script issues in it, but like almost every movie has some script issues, right? That's just how movies work. There's always someone who has some opinion of, oh, this should have happened, this should have happened, this should have happened in any movie. However, yeah, most people are still really nostalgic for Tobey Maguire. And then also... For the first The Amazing Spider-Man, they made the move of using the lizard, which was originally pitched to be Tom McGuire's fourth villain. Or not fourth villain, but in the fourth movie, he would be fighting that character. 
Yeah, exactly. So there, there are so many things that you can think of as to why the live action Spider-Man movies are better and the quantifiable metric of being more successful. Because being better is objective in a creative business yeah. where it's, it's your just, word over mine. Yeah, based on opinion, a whole bunch of he said, she said stuff. So the thing is, you have to look at opening weekends. So Spider-Man No Way Home grossed a total of $260 million, which is the second biggest opening weekend of all time behind Avengers and ahead of Infinity War. Yeah, but it had so much going for it. You know what I'm saying? Like Versus versus the first animated Spider-Man movie, which opening weekend made $56 million. But you're looking at a, a movie that's not as backed as that one is. Like, True. Once and again, the Tom Holland movies are using the power of the MCU, the largest movie franchise of all time, to go ahead and make these movies on top of the fact that, once again, they have Disney money backing them. Their marketing campaigns are way bigger than Sony's was for Into the Spider-Verse. That's another, that would be another reason why I would cast my vote for more for the live-action Spider-Mans is cross-universe. So, do you think that they should be making the live action? If they want like, you think it should be making yeah. live action? Yeah, I'm not saying that you should stop making animated Spider-Man movies, but it's Amazon or Apple right now. Okay. Okay? So, they've opened up streaming services, correct? Yeah. All right? Now, they don't really have to worry about making money on their shows. Obviously, they do want to make money on their shows, or else why would they make them? But their main thing is not working on those shows. Their main thing is selling iPhones and selling really, products. Really, the shows are an advertisement for the, product. the actual products, yes. So that's what I think, that's what I think the animated Spider-Man should be. Is they should be an advertisement for the larger Spider-Man live action ones. Live action ones, oh. because the thing is, you're not going to be able to compete with 20 years of buildup. You're just not going to be able to do that. And then also think about it like this: When's the last time we? I actually can't even really think of a, the last animated Spider-Man movie that came out theatrically. I don't believe it's happened in this. Uh, it, I know it's not happened in this capacity. No. Yeah. No. Plus, there's so much more you can do with live action that you can't do with animated. Now, with animated, you're not constrained by anything. You're only constrained by what you can imagine. And it's wild to think that the animated Spider-Man movie was... It did wonders for animation. It made breakthroughs in animation. The second one, it said previously, Nicholas and I saw it last night, and we enjoyed the movie. We enjoyed the, uh, the second animated Spider-Man movie. There is... They take... I would say they, they take what they did in the first movie and animation wise really built on it. There are some new animation styles in this movie again that kind of pushes it farther and they really they really had the space to do that. Right? They're innovating the industry that way. That's not I would argue that live action does not do the same thing. Ah, I would argue against that because you talk about the evolution of visual and CGI effects. That's Spider-Man right there for. Yeah, you. but they yeah, but they're if you're talking the first Spider-Man trilogy or... Yeah, the or, first Spider-Man trilogy. Yeah, but I'm talking about in current modern times, they're getting very cookie-cutter with how they look CGI-wise. It would have never new... happened, though, if had it not been for the first trilogy. Yeah, but I'm talking about right now. The live action of Spider-Man right now versus the animated ones. 
the animated ones are making more headways and making oh, more absolutely. innovations compared to the newer stuff. Yeah. The newer stuff is literally just, uh, I would say that I really actually did No Way Home. But as far as the MCU goes, I mean, it's starting to get very, they're starting to get more laxed. They're not going to try as hard because they know they're going to go see you going to go see it. I feel like, let's be real here. The real reason why No Way Home was so popular was because of McGuire. People heard Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man was coming back. And if you are a fan of Spider-Man, if you know who Spider-Man is, you were like, I'm going to go see this. Right? Yeah. Compared to the animated Spider-Man one where it's, oh, cool. This is like a, it almost feels like a smaller ripoff compared to the regular MCU, even though it's not, even though it's own thing. I don't know why they didn't give it the same love and treatment that the other live action ones had do you think if it had that same love and treatment it would do better possibly I mean, obviously it was made from from with care but like they didn't get these bigger stars to be in it possibly but also at the same time you have to look at the demographic that's coming to the movies so the thing is the demographic back then when the first spider-man came out those people now have kids so what they're doing is they're then that that should be even a bigger reason why the animated ones should do better because it's literally animated it's for children and yet it doesn't and yet it doesn't yeah yeah facts are facts that's just a thing you say that hey it's animated it's a family film listen the one that just came out is doing really well for itself right it's not like the movies are doing bad, but they're just not doing as well as the live action stuff. So it's I'm trying to figure out what is the missing piece here. To me personally, it feels like the star power and the marketing is what are the two missing pieces. I actually don't even know what other things that they're missing besides those two things. The thing is, it's animated. Okay. That's when you have live action. It's the realism is more. The immersion is more. The yeah. I'm not able to buy it as much. Your suspension of disbelief is harder. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Plus, that's true. you have time. Yeah. And you're not going to beat the time. You're not going to beat the nostalgia. You're not going to beat the fact that these people that saw these movies when they were kids, now they're seeing it with their kids. It's the same thing with Star Wars, right? Star Wars has, what, three or four generations? Yeah. But you can't argue that anime movies can't make that kind of money. Look at Nemo. Finding Nemo made over made them a Lion King. There's... So many plethora of movies. But we're animated. talking about, we're not talking about, the, we're talking about animated Spider-Man. That's fair. But it's okay, so what do they do? No, what did those movies do that this movie didn't, this movie doesn't have? Once again, it's a star power. And sure. also, yeah, their marketing campaigns, which is bigger. I don't know what is going on recently. This, there's this recent trend in movies to just have so, like they're marketing, the, that's what they're cutting the budgets, it seems to be like, in their marketing department. Yeah. And I know what people are going to say. They're like, oh, I saw it everywhere. Yeah, digital marketing is not something that the studios are good with. Compared, They're good with paying for commercial spots. So they're going to see it on YouTube ads. But right. as far as like real marketing, they're not the best at it just yet. But even still, it doesn't seem like they're pushing as hard for marketing as they were like five years ago. Also, you have to look at the times that we're in right now. Right. So you have to sit there. You can't really make that case for the 2008 animated Spider-Man, but you definitely can make the case for the Spider-Man that just came out. Look at the inflation. Look at how everything is going. Inflation is the exact reason why it should be doing better across the board. When there is inflation, when there is a recession, when any of those things, when all those things happen, art does well. Right. So it's like clearly there is something missing because it's not. 
right? So you can't say, oh, it's the inflation's fault. You can't say, oh, it's the... Those are usually when art makes movies do really well. And yet they're doing the opposite. So what else could be possibly missing besides star power and better marketing? Because I tell you, I tell you this right now, they might just after supposedly there's supposed to be a third movie. We don't know, but there's supposed to be a third movie that's supposed to come out. What's gonna this second one's doing really well, so I'm not gonna act like they might not. They're not gonna get it if it keeps going at the pace it's going. It's gonna make plenty of money, but looking at what happened to Andrew Garfield's him in the first and second Amazing Spider-Man, it wasn't that they weren't making money. It's just that they weren't making enough money, and I, they I, might get the same feeling about the animated Spider-Man, which I don't want it to happen to them, basically. But also, we were talking about the fact that it was too close to the original Spider-Man. That's true. That's true. It was very close in release to the original. Not close as in the next year, nothing like that. But, like, it's so hard to follow up that first trilogy, to be fair. And then the thing is, it is we haven't talked about this, but the fact that it's animated. Animated is geared towards children. You have live action. You can gear it towards everybody. Isn't that... Yeah, that's true. That's true. Adults are more likely to go see live action than they are going to see animated films. Right. Unless it's uh, something that's like Star Pack things with star power, which they didn't do. That's, uh, this has been Film Center and our comparison to live action and animated. Nicholas, what's your verdict? Should they do a live action Miles Morales movie? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's such a long pause. The thing is because... Based on the numbers, we just looked at the numbers. Based man. on the numbers, also at the same time, you have the experience. You've been making live action Spider-Man movies for forever. Yeah. You already know how to do it. Yeah. Why not make a live action Miles Morales movie? You already got Donald Glover. Yeah, and there are already some people... Like, who? There are some people already speculating that it might happen but to be fair at the end of no way home there was like the little venom symbiote so that i think that all right i would rather see tom holland venom than a miles and then a movie with him and miles morales just because of venom's just a better story there's so much more that you could do with venom than you can with miles morales especially because Miles Morales is supposed to have a similar backstory to Tom Holland's. Like, Tom Holland's Spider-Man is, was basically based off the Miles Morales' backstory from the comic book. And then was kind of, like, mixed in a little bit with yeah. his own little flair. So, it's like, I don't really think... I think that they should continue with the Venom thing. I don't really... I don't know what they're going to do. Because, to be fair, Tom Holland is young-looking. Yeah, he's not... He's young-looking. I, like... If you stand him next to a middle schooler, he's not going to look like he's the older mentor. He's going to look like that's his friend or something. But there were, which is true. And the way that I could corroborate that was whenever Tom Holland was filming for his No Way Home, he actually went to like a very high performing high school. And to, because he had told Marvel hey, maybe I should go to one of these high schools if... That's crazy. He's like, yeah, I haven't been to high school before, so this might be fun to try. And mm-hmm. uh, he wasn't even, like, suggesting, and Marvel was like, yeah, let's get you in. Mm-hmm. And so he went there for a few days, and... Uh, That's how you experience high school, in 72 hours, exactly. And so the guy, there was a student that was like, hey, man, you're like a mystery here. Nobody knows really much about you. You kind of just showed up. How did you get here? And he was like, listen, I'm just going to tell you, like, like I'm Spider-Man. That's why I'm here. 
And he was like, dude, you're crazy, man. And then just... Yeah, this guy's weird, yeah. This guy thinks he's Spider-Man? Like, That's so weird, right, yeah. But and then yeah. he turns out he, he is Spider-Man. Yeah. Could you imagine being that guy? You're like, you're not Spider-Man. And then you see him in the movie, you're like, oh my God, that was Spider-Man. And realizing you had a chance to make a friend, but instead you chose to be a jerk. What's well, it's a, it's a well, to be fair. I mean, it that, that that would be my reaction to someone saying that and being serious about it. it the same thing happened with Henry Cavill's grandson. Oh yeah, when he's like, oh my uncle's Superman, and not and his grandson, his nephew, his nephew. Yeah, and because that would be crazy. But yeah. anyway, the teacher was like, "Hey, you need to stop telling lies." And he's like, "What lie? Yeah, what lie?" And then she's like, "Listen, if you don't quit telling lies, we're gonna have to put you in timeout." Right. And He's like, I'm not lying. My uncle is Superman. She's like, no, he's not. <laughs> so you got all these kids convinced that, and then what? Then Henry Cavill had to show up. Yeah, Henry in Cavill person showed and be up. Like, yeah, this is my nephew. I am Superman. <laughs> and then they had a, the last story that I'll share is the fact of uh, the Hulk, right? Yeah. The guy who plays the Hulk, he went to a preschool with his little daughter and sat down, and they were doing little preschool things. And this little kid was like, are you the Hulk? And he was like, ah, I don't know. He's like, and his daughter was like, yeah, he is the Hulk. And he was like, do you want him to turn into the Hulk? And he was like, I don't know. And he, so what he did was, he was like, and the priest was like, no. He's about the Hulk out. Yeah, yeah. Like he's going to Hulk out. Yeah. It's so funny. But yeah, this has been Film Center. My name is Derek Johnson II. My name is Nicholas Killian. And we'll see you next time. This has been Film Center on Comic-Con Radio. Check out our previous episodes at ComicConRadio.com. You can follow the show at Film Center News on all major social media platforms. Tune in next Wednesday for a fresh update. Until next time, this has been Film Center.